0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Learn Robotics with Liz. Just wanted to hop on here quickly and give you kind of a roadmap on where you wanna get to in the robotics industry and the three common pathways that I would recommend if you are just starting your career or you want to shift into the robotics industry, where I would go and kind of the tweaks that I would make depending on which path I want to choose and how you can actually get there. But before we hop into that, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Liz, I'm a robotics engineer. I'm the founder of Learn Robotics and I help people advance their careers in the robotics and automation space a lot of people they come to me and they don't know anything about robotics. And what we do is we work with, we work together in our coaching program and we get them into top robotics engineering careers, regardless of their background. So there's a misconception that you need to have a master's or a PhD to get into robotics. For certain industries, that is true. I'm not gonna lie to you there, like there are certain roles. Like if you want to become, you know, a professor or a researcher, you are gonna need a research background. But for somebody that's just getting started and they want to get into robotics, there are ways in that don't require you to go to school for years and decades um, to get there. So we're going to talk about that today in the video. I've got my whiteboard pulled up. I'm going to do some drawing because I'm a super visual learner and hopefully you like this style. So if you're a visual learner, I would encourage you to head over to my YouTube channel, Learn Robotics um, on YouTube. I believe the URL is youtube.com slash Learn Robotics. You can check it out there um and then yeah we can just hop right into it so i'm gonna go ahead and draw what i would consider like the three pillars so we've got pillar one right here on the left pillar two in the middle and pillar three on the right and this is kind of how i explain robotics to people that are looking to break into the industry and give them kind of a trajectory of how to get to certain places in their careers. And a lot of times people don't understand that, like with robotics, if you leverage the skills that you have, you can get to where you want to go. And it's just a question of how do you portray those skills? How do you go about showing that you know your technical knowledge, but then also being able to communicate it and position it in a way that makes you more valuable to the organization that you're working for. And so the first kind of pillar, I'm going to kind of go in level of like how much education, traditional education that you need and learn robotics, just as a super high level comment, we are alternative education, right? So there are, there've been a lot of innovations in technology, but there hasn't been a lot of innovations and in the education and like how people get training. And so, if you're somebody that wants to get into a robotics career, you can think of us kind of like a coding boot camp, but we specialize in not only the technical knowledge, but having you land a really great career in robotics that you're proud of in that boot camp style format. So, in the six months, one year program. And what we try to do is we leverage experiences, technical knowledge, and presentation styles to help people communicate their skill set. Because at the end of the day, the employer is looking for somebody that can do the job they have open, not necessarily how many degrees you have. So don't get that twisted. Don't think that you need to go out and get, you know, seven different, you know, degrees and and things like that. It's really just, what do you know? How do you communicate it? How do you advance your career? And so here's kind of the first pathway and we'll just kind of use traditional education as like the example. So we've got like your associate associate, degree. And I'm going to just call this like a trade school or like a two-year program or, you know, your traditional, um, like trade hands-on kind of robotics pathway. So we'll talk about that pillar. The second pillar is what I'll just call like your standard four-year degree. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about like the five-year, like the four plus one masters, masters, And then, you know, beyond that, so we'll just say like five plus, it's really like seven or eight years. um, We'll talk about PhDs. And then we'll talk a little bit more about like, how does Learn Robotics kind of help you figure out where you need to go on this map, like in traditional education. A lot of times um, there are a lot of misconceptions and perceptions about these different pillars and like who should do what. And I'll kind of share my story of like what I did. Um, and kind of some of my thoughts as I was going through and building out my robotics career and th- some of the things I wish I had known or some of the things I wish I had done differently. Um, so like your typical associate's degree, you know, it's going to be like a typical two-year program. It's probably going to be at a community college. You're going to have like all these prerequisites that have nothing to do with robotics. You'll see the little bit of that in the four-year program um, in engineering school. So that's engineering school. And then... The third pillar, which is the master's and the PhD, this is where you're gonna be, you know, what I'm gonna call like research or academia. So if you're somebody that wants to end up doing academics, you'll probably need to go for this. And we will we'll touch on that in a few minutes. Academics. Okay. So when people come to me, they're like, Hey, Liz, like I want to get into the robotics industry. I don't have any experience in robotics. I'm not really sure where to start, but I know I want to be in robotics. So there's a couple things here and here. So pillars one and two are traditionally industry jobs. So these are, these are going to be like your corporate, your corporate careers. Um, so industry, and I'm not saying that Exclusively associate's degrees and like going to a four year degree program and doing engineering school, you're limited to that. But I'm going to say you can easily get an industry or corporate job with an associate's or, you know, an engineering de- degree or just a four year degree. Um, if you have a science background and a four year degree from any accredited university and you want to shift into robotics, um, I am biased. I would hop on a quick call with me and my team and see kind of where you're at in your career. If you know robotics is for you, we can help you make that switch without you having to go back to school. Like you like getting another degree is rarely the problem. The problem is typically like how you position your skill set and what you actually know for what type of robotics job you want to do. So if you have an associate's degree of any background or you have. A four-year degree if you have like a bit of science background or you've graduated school you have a four-year degree of some sort you can get a corporate job in the industry specialized in robotics like that that is a fact you you can easily do this um robotics and i'll even put like automation okay um once you shift from like you know hardcore engineering school what I would consider like robotics engineering as a specialty, I have a degree in robotics engineering. So I have a specialized bachelor's degree. So robotics, our acronym when I was in school was RBE. Um, So if you have a degree or if you have a bachelor's in engineering or you have a master's in engineering, you can also obviously get these jobs as well. Or you can kind of go a couple other paths. You could go startups. And I'm not saying that if you only have an associate's degree, you can't get a job at a startup. There are ways to do that. Um, You can get into startups. You can also pursue um, more research oriented robotics. So research in a variety of ways. What I like to tell our students is when you're looking to get into the robotics industry, try to figure out how you can get yourself in the door. And then once you're in the door, you can make lateral moves to advance your career even further. It's just a question of like, you're never gonna start like at the top. So like, here's a here's the ladder of success. Nobody ever starts up here. Like this, like if you think you're gonna start up here, that's that's wrong. You're not gonna start up here. Um, you might start here. You might start at the first level. You might start, maybe you, maybe you're... You're jumping in, you know, at the third level, but you're never going to be at the top. And even when you get to this top, what ends up happening is you'll end up recycling through this ladder, kind of erase this and draw it, draw it out a little bit more. What ends up happening is this ladder, this piece right here ends up becoming the bottom here. And then you end up just normalizing what used to be, you know, the goal ends up being coming, you know, the floor, and then you have a new ceiling that you need to work towards. So the same thing is true for robotics. And what I typically tell our students is, depending on where you're at and where you wanna get long-term, this isn't like a, you know, I'm gonna be, you know, the next CEO of a robotics organization tomorrow. Like you have to think realistically with the types of moves that you're making, but if you can formulate a plan that gives you this clear pathway, this clear ladder, of where you need to get in, which rung you need to get in on. At least you know one, you're on the right ladder for a fact. Like this plan is gonna get you to the right job that you want. So you're up here and you're and you know you're happy about that, versus being on this ladder over here, you know, signing yourself up for all these different degrees and stacking more degrees and degrees and degrees. When in reality, you really just wanted to go get a corporate job, be an engineer and move up, you know, become a subject matter expert uh, specifically on, you know, industrial robots at a manufacturing plant. Like you do not need to be getting degrees on degrees to do this. Um, you You can use tenure. You can use your experiences to get in, you know, at the correct level on this staircase. And then there are little tweaks you can do to keep yourself on the pathway to move up. Um, it's either moving up or moving laterally. Uh, so what I what I would recommend doing is taking a few seconds to figure out where, where you're kind of at from your background, whether you've had traditional education or not, and think a little bit more about, okay, so if I have like a, in a, a trades degree, associate's degree of some sort, where do I want to end up? Do I really want to end up like in research? Because if you do the research route, you will need to go back to school It's pretty difficult to get into a lab. There are some roles that you can get at top labs without having a degree. Um, So you could check into something like that. Or what you'll want to do is figure out, okay, what kind of research is actually going on? What am I interested in? Is it, let's say AI? Is it, uh, let's, let's think about like mapping, like SLAM algorithms what type of robots are these? Are they humanoid robots? And then perhaps what you do is you find all of the companies that create humanoid robots. I guarantee you, they're going to need mechanics. They're going to need electricians. They're going to need people that know how to do things hands-on because a lot of times the people that have the associate's degree, they're the ones that have a lot of hands-on time with tools. They're very good at being able to wire stuff up, and utilize resources better than the people that have engineering degrees. How do I know this? Because when I worked as an automation engineer in a factory, um, I wasn't even allowed to do any of the mechanical updates. I had to contact one of our mechanics and I had to work with one of our electricians. Anytime I wanted to get something wired up, it was company policy. And a lot of times, if you can be this person over here, that has all of those hands-on skills. you know how to use the tools. you're very like you're very good at taking you know raw materials and like within, with instructions from another engineer, you can kind of build together what needs to be done. You can add in you know a pneumatic line, you could you know wire up you know, a sensor you could, you could do whatever you need to do inside of a cabinet. Like if you can be that person and you're working in a company that has the technology that you want to be surrounded by, then you've got an easy in. There's always these types of roles Um, on the kind of flip side. When I was working as an automation engineer in the factory, and I was kind of communicating to some of the folks that were doing more of the mechanical and the electrical work, it was challenging because I didn't really know their language. In engineering school, they teach you a lot of theories, they teach you a lot of equations, you're doing a lot of high-level math, you're learning how to take all these different topics and kind of mush them together so that you come up with a solution. Uh, But they don't necessarily, like, these are kind of like you're throwing information over fences And sometimes when you're explaining to somebody that hasn't gone through a four-year program, what they need to do, they're not necessarily understanding what you're saying. It doesn't mean that they don't know. It's just, you're not speaking necessarily the exact one-for-one same language. And so when I was working in the factory, I almost wish that I had the associate's degree uh, to kind of lean on so that I understand what was being taught or how it was being taught so that I can better communicate it. Um, Now, with that said, if you start in, you know, at this associates level, you get into that company, you're doing a lot of work on the robots, doing the wiring, you're installing, especially like in industrial robotics, you're installing like the electronics, you're installing the um, electrical lines, you're installing pneumatic lines, you're installing safety guarding. There's all kinds of things that need to be installed. Um, you can always kind of ride up to this next level uh, by either going back to school or just knowing like a lot about what that automation does for the business. So if you can kind of conceptualize why the uh, robot is being added to a process or why the company is even installing it, then you will become a valuable asset to that business. So then here to here, why I don't think you need more degrees. Okay, so a lot of times people will come to me and they'll say, "Hey, Liz, like I really want to do robotics. I have a degree in computer science. I have I went to you know three coding boot camps. Um, I'm currently working on a master's in physics, and um, I'm thinking about applying into a PhD program for mechanical engineering. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want to do?" what do you actually want to do? Oh, well, I want to do robotics. Okay. Well, what do you mean by that? Um, I I don't know. I just want to work on robots. And it's like, okay, well, where, where do you like want to end up? Do you want to end up on the software side? Do you want to end up working on the electronics? Do you want to work in a large company? Do you want to work at a small company? Like, where are you trying to go? Are you trying to stay in school forever or are you trying to get a career that's going to allow you some career growth, it's gonna give you some financial uh, growth as well, that's gonna get you out of academics and into um, the industry as a professional, looking to kind of expand your wealth, you know, change your life financially, get out of school mode, um, you know, get out of that engineering, you know, PhD, master's program, academic mind and have more of a professional mind, uh, where are you trying to go? Because like the more degrees you get, sometimes the harder it is for you to actually get a job. If you're somebody that's been in school, you know, for 15 years because you did like multiple bachelor's degrees, you did multiple master's degrees, you have a dual PhD. Like a lot of times, the more credentials you have, the harder it is for a company to hire you because you don't actually have any experience in the industry. So being in academics is a lot different than being in the industry and the way kind of people in the industry work, it's like you're on an industry minute, you're on a New York minute versus, you know, being more on an academic minute where you're allowed to think through things a little bit more. It's a little bit, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit slower paced. If you, if you don't, you know, hit your, you know, deadline on Tuesday, no problem. Your professor will allow you or your advisor will allow you to kind of turn it in on Friday. Like, whereas like in industry, especially in manufacturing, you have KPIs, you've got to hit, like if your robotics line or your industrial line goes down, then like, you're fighting a fire until you can get that up. And it's like for every 30 seconds, it's down, you're like not producing the product. So then you have, you know, your, your manager, like kind of breathing down your neck to like, get that line back up, make sure the robots are running. Um, And it's a very different ambiance. And so what I would recommend doing is as you're thinking about your next step, whether it's, you know, getting another degree or trying to get into the robotics industry, you've got to figure out like where you want to end up. Like, what is your your goal? And it doesn't have to be the final goal. It has to just be a goal that makes sense. Do you want to end up in industry? Do you want to end up in research? Do you want to end up in academics? Uh, Do you want to end up at a startup? Like what kind of technology do you want to work on? And then try to find some companies that have job postings out there and see what they're looking for. Because a lot of times like the PhDs, even some of the master's degrees, like it's, you're, gonna, you're gonna have a lot easier time finding stuff that's, you know, bachelor's degree with experience. And a lot of times like these descriptions, they'll say like, oh, like bachelor's degree with 10 years of experience. That's not really what they mean. They mean that, can you articulate that you know what you're doing good enough so that they're confident that when they bring you on, they hire you and you're in that job. You can think about different things, you can problem solve things, and you actually want to be there. Um, And so that's what I would kind of leave you with, um, the three pillars of how I kind of map out a pathway in robotics. If you like this content, if you like the way I kind of break this down and provide recommendations, and you want a customized plan and work with me directly, at Learn Robotics, you can sign up for my coaching program and apply, there's gonna be a link below. If you're listening on the podcast, should be a link in the description where you can book a call with me and my team. If you're watching on YouTube, there's also a link in the description where you can check out my free training. And then if you think I'm a good fit to work together, then you can go ahead and book a call. And if you're a good fit for our program, if it makes sense for you, I will let you know, we do not take on anybody that we don't think we can help. And through that, you're gonna have you know, the full plan to get you from where you are in your career, whether you're a recent grad or you're a professional and you wanna switch into robotics, we can help you make it happen. And we've done that for our students, getting them into this industry. There are a lot of job opportunities in robotics and automation. Probably a lot of ways that you just don't even realize. So if robotics is something that's interesting to you, we can definitely work together and get you there. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been Learn Robotics with Liz, and I will catch you in another episode soon. Bye-bye.